the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Randy was long overdue. That would be Randy Weingarten, R-A-N-D-I, Randy Weingarten, president of the American Federation of Teachers. She could have won a long time ago. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, Randy could have won for all the work she did to keep schools locked down for as long as possible during the pandemic. Remember that? And that was while teachers who said they were afraid to go to school were spotted hanging out on the beach. Remember that? And they, she also made little kids wear masks, but still, I think, pretty recently wanted them to keep wearing them. But Randy won the award when she showed up in front of the Supreme Court this past Monday to screech about the court considering the legality of Joe Biden's plan to make you pay off your next-door neighbor's kids' student loan. And frankly... And this is what really pisses me off. During the pandemic, we understood that small businesses were hurting. And we helped them. And it didn't go to the Supreme Court to challenge it. Big businesses were hurting. And we helped them. And it didn't go to the Supreme Court to challenge it. All of a sudden, when it's about our students, they challenge it. The corporations challenge it. The student loan lenders challenge it. That is not right. That is not fair, and that is what we are fighting as well when we say, cancel student debt. Have you heard enough over, over there? Tell her to cheer down a little bit. Seems to be pretty well understood that all the money she uh, screeched about there is why we have set records for inflation and why eggs are, what, eight bucks a, ga- a dozen now, and everybody agrees that paying off those loans would jack inflation up even more. Nobody disagrees with that. But that's actually irrelevant. What Randy and the Supreme Court have to do is find something in the Constitution that gives our demented president the power to eliminate, what, a trillion dollars in debt with a stroke of his pen? Until then, Randy Weingarten is the AM 1250 The Answer Jerk of the Week! By the way, in case you didn't know, the University of Pittsburgh added $1.4 billion to its endowment in 2022. That gets it up to $5.68 billion. Maybe they could refund some of the tuition money that the loans were used to pay. Anyway, when we come back, speaking of teachers, you've probably heard about the lunatic up in Canada. He uh, shows up to teach middle school wearing prosthetic breasts the size of basketballs, maybe two basketballs each. There's a new development there, and our Canadian correspondent says Justin Trudeau might finally be on the ropes up there because of his friendship with China. And in our second half hour, the big guy would like to give the World Health Organization more, speaking of the Constitution, more power over your life in the next pandemic. Stick around. China is attacking the U.S. patent system. American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch 
Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800 716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data... You can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, as I've mentioned here a few times, I am a Canadian citizen. I've been one since the day I was born to a Canadian mother, but I was just officially recognized after going through a process a few months ago. And up until just a few years ago, um, I was thinking that Canada would be a really good fallback position if, say, Hillary Clinton became president here. Uh, But that's changed, and Canada has changed a lot. There's no better example of that than Kayla Lemieux, no relation to Mario, the guy who wore fake breasts bigger than basketballs to his job as a middle school teacher. Joe Warmington is a reporter and a columnist for the Toronto Sun, a regular visitor to this show, and welcome back, Joe. Yeah, it's good to be with you. Uh, You know what? Um, You're right. Canada's kind of making the news. I mean, I'm on your show today, and Ezra Levant from the Rebel was on with Tucker Carlson last night. So I guess we're making headlines uh, in the state. Yeah. Uh, There there are more serious issues than this guy with the gigantic fake breasts, and, and we'll get to those, but... What's the latest on that ridiculous story? Well, it's kind of hard to tell exactly because, you know, basically what's happened is, uh, for those that don't know the story, this is a teacher that showed up uh, in September with these gigantic breasts that, you know, no one's ever really seen before. And a man. He didn't have an answer. He was a man, and then he became a woman, and then he was in the classroom. And there was, like, all these band saws and stuff. It was just the weirdest thing. And no one knew what to do, and everything's so woke here, and everyone gets their, you know, their careers canceled and their bank accounts frozen, and you know, you say one wrong thing here, it's like to to the gulag with you, and so it's it's a pretty rough place, and it's uh, it's not a free place. It's kind of like Siberia, I guess, would have been like in the communist era, and that, that's coming your way too, because you guys down there don't really pay attention to what's happening up here. You'll soon see that this communism will try to spread your way. I know you have your problems with communists as well that are trying to get things going there. But uh, this is what's happening. And so this uh, this Kayla Lemieux, who's really Carrie Lemieux, ran this school board. And they had sometimes 20 um, bomb threats a day, John, in the school. All kinds of, uh, you know, issues. But nobody would move on this. No one knew what to do. Then finally what happened was the New York Post came up and spent a month looking at, you know, basically following him around and got a picture of him out of the guard and as a man. And then it was over. And then instead of him saying, look, you got me busted, he said, no, no, these are natural uh, breasts. And 
that's not me. And of course, once he said that, the school just couldn't have him back again because they didn't know what to what to do. So anyway, they're paying him to stay home, and that's kind of where it's at now. Although a lot of people think that he may reemerge somewhere else. But <laughs> let's just review here, uh, Joe. The guy who's who everybody knew as a man yesterday, he shows up today with gigantic, bigger than breasts size. A bigger than basketball size breasts. Okay, that yeah. that in itself was not enough to have somebody come in and put a net over him, or give him a choice. Uh, 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 what was his name? Carrie. We're not calling you Kayla. We hired you as Carrie. That's your name. We're not. We're putting a net over you, and we're going to take you to someplace really nice. But you're not going to teach my kid or anybody's kid for thirty seconds. Okay, that is not yeah. what happened. It took him. Showing up, walking down the street where he lives or whatever it was, with looking like a man without the gigantic breasts, and then trying to tell people that, wait, what you're looking at is not really who you think I am. I'm, that's not that me. So that was enough to get him to say, well, maybe we shouldn't have this lunatic teaching our kids. It was okay up until that point, though. This just, who does this with a straight face? Yeah, I think you pretty well, you pretty well covered it here. Um, it's just you, like, you wouldn't have seen the kind of the media coverage. Like if you'd said that here, what you just said yeah. there in Pittsburgh, you might lose your car. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be allowed to talk to you anymore. I mean, this is how crazy it is. But here. who would say you're not allowed and, to talk to me anymore? Well, you know, that's what they say. You know, association with these, uh, you know, oh, okay. uh, whatever the word is. Yeah. Uh, Hateful transphobic people. Or, yeah. yeah, homophobic or... Uh, well, everything's a phobia here. I mean, it's like, yeah, you can't, you just can't point out, hey, uh, you were a man, and now you're not a man, and then you're not telling the truth about this. And by the way, it's not safe. I mean, what are you doing? I mean, you're in around these saws and stuff. If that got, you know, if that sort of prosthetics got pulled into a saw, that puts, you know, obviously uh, Teacher Lemieux in, in harm's way, but also the kids that have to rescue Teacher Lemieux. Yeah. So it's... um. It's really, really something, but that's that's the way, the way Canada is now. Look, we didn't have the Rideau Canal this year, which is the world's largest skating rink. They claimed that it was a global warming, and of course, it was outside of one week. It was this normal winter here, like that, it was that's, minus thirty sometimes. That's the canal but in still, Ottawa where people skate to work, right? You know what? Yeah, and I, my son and I, we've been seven years in a row on the canal. My son's ten. It gives you an idea how important it is to us. Yeah, we were all ready to go as usual because it's about a five-hour drive from where I live to Ottawa. I live in the Greater Toronto area, and and you know they just I knew I knew they were not going to have it this year. I could tell by how slow they were opening it, but it's it's in the same thing because it's everything is political. Mm-hmm. Plus the, the cupboards are bare. You know they've spent so much money on all this woke stuff and all the money that's being shipped over to Ukraine, they don't have money for regular things that we're used to here. Anyway, they didn't dare touch this teacher, and it was because of this teacher getting caught by the New York Post. Yeah, not, Canadian not Canadian media. media. No. No, we worked on it. The Toronto Sun, where I work, has really, really been good on it, but at the same time, we've all, you know, we've all been concerned about Carrie Lemieux's mental health as well. Like, mm-hmm. we haven't you know, it, it is a human being there. We've been That's really right. careful right. about about uh, all of it. But but the reality of it is that the comforts and accommodation for Kayla Lemieux way, way outweighed any of the concerns about the safety of a bomb going off for any of the students or faculty mm-hmm. at the uh, um, Oakville Trafalgar High School. And, you know, I don't know what you say about that. Uh, you know, it's, the school board. The school board is. You know, I. I don't know why they didn't take over the school board, really, because they did not care about that. They only cared about making sure that they weren't transphobic. They they cared about this lunatic's feelings, and um, his feelings. When I, when I, I'm sending my son or daughter to that school, what are they? Middle school kids? What, eleven, twelve years old? Something like that. Um, Oh, it's a high, it's high school. It's oh, it's a high, high school. school. Okay. Kids go from thir- yeah, 13 to 18. Okay, so 13-year-old, I'm sending my 13-year-old kid there, and <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to think, I'm just trying to picture myself when I was, say, 15 years old, and I'm 
you know, I was I was not the the best student, and I hung around with some kids who were you know kind of crazy. Uh, I'm trying to imagine what would happen if one of the teachers, who was a man, showed up as a woman one day with gigantic basketballs in his shirt, and they told us that we were supposed to <laughs> refer to him by a different name, and and we were supposed to keep a straight face and not make fun of him. We we would have been rolling on the floor laughing. There would have been no way they could have had a class. And and, and I mean, well, how do these kids do what, it? Uh... That's kind of what happened in the school. Nobody was focusing on school at all. You couldn't possibly do no. it. Why would you want to have them do thing that? It's interesting, you know, they have a they have a rule for for girls in the school. I don't want to be too graphic, but there's a rule for them when it comes to you know how they look in terms of the you know that same issue. Yeah. And some of them were were told that they didn't like the way they they were dressed. Yet they said nothing to this teacher. I mean, they, some of the, the the girls were told, "Hey, that's too provocative. You can't do that. Your, oh. your face is bent." They're like, "Are you kidding me? You mind your own business." This, and, uh, and, this is a Monty and, Python and movie. It is. It, it, the whole country is is that. I mean, everything here is broken or stupid, and it's like, you know, the economy's broken. It's like nothing runs. Nothing. It's just. It really is like like Pravda or uh, you know like. What I mean, like out of the Cold War or something, you used to yeah. hear about things, but, and that's what's happening to Canada. And I've talked about this on your show for years. Nobody wants, you know, wants to acknowledge it. The economy is really, really rough, and of course, you know, don't forget. I mean, we went through that pandemic. I know it was bad there, but it had to be worse here. I mean, you had to sneak in. Oh yeah, it was worse. To your kids' hockey game or anything, you had to sneak through like airport style security. They were checking you, and they're calling the police. You know, they called the police on this uh, this drag time story hour. That's the big thing here in Canada now, yeah. where they, the local library they have a drag story hour. So there's a drag uh, performer that will read stories to the children. And there's some people that don't like that, and they go to protest it. We had a pastor in Calgary go out there, and they threw him out. That's what they talked about on Tucker Carlson. Yeah, I saw they that threw last him out night, on yeah. his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that guy's now disappeared. As of right now, uh, he went to he went to jail. Uh, nobody seems to know where he is. I saw the video. Like, the, the, the cops at his yeah. house being being arrested. Yeah. So you know it's um, it, it's kind of a police state here. You remember the one last year with the hockey player Ocean Weisbelt? He's a really good hockey player, and he was drafted uh, to go or to go play in university uh, in the states. It didn't work out for him, but you know it's hard. It's very competitive, as you know. But he was that good, and he's out on the ice skating around. And the Calgary police came out, two officers, females, and they told him to get off the ice because there's a rule that you can't be out in the public parks and that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What? I'm the only guy out here. What are you talking about?" There's this really big rink in a, in a neighborhood in Calgary. It was heard nobody, and they went on the ice and they they had their tasers out. Yeah. They, they were prepared. To, they were prepared to kill that kid. They were prepared to kill him because if you taste somebody on the ice and they fall and hit their head, yeah. they're dead. Yeah, and they didn't care about that. But Joe, they let... and then of course they did. No, go ahead. They got him. They got him. They got their. their they made their arrest. Yeah. So uh, this is the thing, though. What, what you're saying is so insane. And if you were to say this to somebody five years ago, uh, and you know, out of nowhere that this could happen, they would have put a net over you. And, and said, that's, that's, there's no way that they're going to let somebody show up looking like that to teach a class. And that, that's, none of this stuff is going to happen. Here's what, here's what I have to ask you. And as you know, I've spent time up in Canada every year of my life except for the, during the time during the pandemic since I was born. Okay? So I know a little bit about what goes on up there. And I know, the, some, you know what the people are like and all that. Who is walking around? What, do you run into people who actually say, Oh yeah, well I think that uh, they're handling this the right way. I mean, is there somebody who doesn't think that it's ridiculous that this guy's showing up at, at, in school with these gigantic breasts? Is I mean, who's who's, def- yeah, who's defending yeah, there's, the, there's the, the 30, arrests? There's a thirty. There's a thirty percent woke mob that rules here, and then there's the other seventy percent which are terrified of them. So they know, like in during the pandemic, they actually went and froze bank accounts. There was one lady. She donated twenty five dollars to the truckers. You know, just kind of like thought, I'll give these truckers a little hand. Twenty five dollars on GoFundMe. She 
she lost her job. She had her bank account frozen. Her mortgage was canceled, and her she ended up in a divorce over it. And like, and maybe she would rethink that and say, "Well, it's not really worth it." But can you imagine a society? You know, we have somebody like Trudeau here, who's the Prime Minister Trudeau, who's just been proven is just you know basically an agent of the Chinese communists. Yeah. You know, it's basically all on display right now. Yeah, I want to get to that, no Joe. One says, no, one, no one says anything to him, but they'll close the bank account of an average person who just, you know, is saying, look, I, don't, I want to be able to have freedom here. They're wow. going to, you know, uh, protest for freedom. And that's the kind of country it's become. Okay, I only have about three minutes, three and a half minutes left. i got to ask you this. Uh, who is Han Dong, H-A-N-D-O-N-G, and why is he a problem for Justin Trudeau? Well, he's a, he's a member of parliament here. <laughs> he was a member of provincial parliament as well. And we have a thing called CSIS, which is kind of similar to your CIA. Mm-hmm. And basically, that they, they were monitoring all this money in elections. It was kind of dirty money that was going into candidates. And what they would do is they'd have people go in and actually validate the money that they put into these candidates at the Chinese consulate. So CSIS is claiming that this guy, Han Dong, is one of 11 members of parliament that were compromised with, you know, communist Chinese money. And basically that helped them get elected. And then, you know, it's a, we have a minority government here with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau. So the conservatives lost the last two elections because of these activities. And it's been flagged because people inside of CSIS have leaked this to Bob Fife, who's one of the great reporters here for the Globe and Mail, and Steve Chase, his colleague, another great reporter. But they haven't actually, they don't have the documents. They've been showing them. They've been reporting them. And because they don't have the documents, nothing's really been filed in the court. The only thing that has been filed into in some sort of public record is one of the things that they brought out is that the Chinese government pledged $1 million to be put into the Trudeau Foundation, which is named after Prime Minister Trudeau's father, who you recall, mm-hmm. here, Elliot Trudeau, who was the Prime Minister from, I think, from 69 to 84, something like that. And um, anyway, uh, that money, there was 200000 of which was actually, was, there was a million pledged, but 200000 they found was actually put into this fund. As soon as they heard that, they came out and they returned, they said, we're going to return that money. The minute that they announced that, that showed that there was Communist Party money, influence peddling cash, inside the Canadian system, inside a Canadian election. They admitted it with that admission that they had to return it. And yet what happens? It sort of turns the other way. And everyone says, well, you know, they returned the money. So maybe, you know, it's okay. It's, it's all right. So try to take 200 grand out of someone's bank account and say, oh, shucks, you caught me. I'll put it back in. And, uh, well, well I, saw, yeah, I saw Trudeau was asked a question to, today or yesterday. D- were you briefed about this guy, Han Dong? And if you weren't, should you have been? And he gave a one-minute answer and did not answer the question. I got a minute well, left. Answer. It's a, he's, he does the, the word salad dance like no one else. Look, if this guy's had scandal after scandal. There's been financial scandals. I mean, he gave his friends... At the the we you know that we charity, they gave them nine hundred million dollars to run some sort of a, a program, and they you know it turns out that you know it was for his brother and his mother to get uh, in in on the stage, and there was all this stuff with SNC Lavalin, which is this big you know, organization that's involved with trains and all that kind of infrastructure, and you know basically what they did was they allowed them to pay a fine rather than to face international prosecution. This is a very corrupt government, corrupt people at the helm of it, and it goes over and over and over, and there's really nothing anyone can do about it. We're three years till another election. We call him Trudini. He's Trudini for a reason, and I suspect long after you and I are finished our careers, he'll still be Prime Minister of Canada. Hate to say that, but, you know, he's that good at it. Pretty sickening, Joe. He's good at keeping the job. Wow. Well, hey, Joe, I'm out of time. I'm sure we could go on longer. It's uh, You've got a lot, a lot of stories to tell there. We'll have you on again soon. I always love having you on, Joe. Thanks. All right. All the best. Have a great weekend. You too. Joe Warmington of the Toronto Sun, eh? 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Rain, freezing rain, sleet, snow, and strong winds reported in Michigan and Indiana. Some Kentucky schools have closed in anticipation of possible tornadoes, heavy rain, and strong winds. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley says the national debt has soared under President Biden. On Joe Biden's watch, we hit $31 trillion in national debt. He's put us on track to add $20 trillion more in the next 10 years. The former South Carolina governor made her case for the White House to the Conservative Political Action Conference outside Washington, D.C. And California Senator Dianne Feinstein has been hospitalized with a case of shingles. The 89-year-old Feinstein says she's expected to make a full recovery and plans to be back at work later this month. On Wall Street, the Dow up 348 points and the Nasdaq ahead 222. This is SRN News. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith. A time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way. To protect your retirement, I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. The Secular Crew has a theory. Why is the federal government, which is always trying to, to get involved in things, sometimes when they're supposed to, sometimes when they're not, not getting involved in this? I've got a theory, and that is, my theory is, I think, definitely proving out in that they didn't want to go because they didn't know what to do. And the only reason they went is because Donald Trump went. Secular, weeknights at 6, right before Brandon Tatum at 7, on AM 1250. The answer... From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes Jesus Revolution. If you look a little deeper, if you look with love, you'll see an entire generation searching for all the right things, just in all the wrong places. Based on a true revolution. You're going to need a bigger church. Jesus Revolution. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. Go to JesusRevolution.movie. Hey, John Stoggerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Whose rule book do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rule book and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. Wind advisory remains in effect through late tonight. It'll be cloudy and windy tonight with a couple of showers and a heavy thunderstorm this evening. That'll be followed by a little rain late with a low of 35 cloudy and windy tomorrow with a high of 45. A moonlit sky tomorrow night with a low of 34. Sunday will wrap up the weekend under mostly cloudy skies. Expect a high of 52. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, if you like the last pandemic, uh, you're going to really like the next one even less, I think. If, if Joe Biden and the WHO have anything to do with it, the, with the response to it anyway, even as we speak, the World Health Organization and its member states 
uh, could be talking about a new treaty that covers how to handle the response to the next big one. Scott Powell's a member of the Committee on the Present Danger China, and he joins us now. Thanks for coming on the show, Scott. Oh, it's really a pleasure to be with you and your audience. And uh, also author of the book Rediscovering America, I should point out. Um, Donald Trump got us out of the World Health Organization, and uh, Joe Biden got us back in. Is this a this treaty a good example of why getting us out was a good idea? Absolutely, absolutely. The uh, you know the the, the treaty um, that we, you know that we've been that that was conceived was it's not really a treaty; it's an accord. And it is really like no other international agreement because it has been drafted uh, in such a way that it becomes effective upon the signature of the chief executive. That would be Joe Biden, and it looks like he's going to sign it. So it, it, uh, it circumvents the normal function of our Constitution, which is that in international agreements, uh, it, it requires a Senate two-thirds majority for uh, an agreement, a treaty to go into force. So this is very disturbing that the Biden administration would seek to circumvent our Constitution, to which they pledged uh, an oath of office, right? They pledged to defend and uphold and protect the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, we do need protection against, the, uh, against China. They are a number one enemy, and China controls the World Health Organization that is issuing this treaty. Um, <clears throat> Joe Biden's not the smartest guy ever elected president, um, but he's not a total moron, I don't think. He may be demented right now, but the people around him, you don't have to be a, um, a a constitutional scholar to understand what you just said about how you you can't do this. The, the, the president right. so uh, is, they can't be that stupid. So do they think you and I and everybody else are that stupid? Or how, well, how do they even begin to uh, um, venture upon something like this? Well, they, they may think some of us are that stupid, but. They don't care what we think. We have a corrupt government. We have a government that is pursuing its will against the American people. I mean, need we talk at any length about the policies that have been pursued by Joe Biden since he took office that are against the American people? Uh, what's going on at the southern border? How is that helping American people? It's not. It's hurting us. It's a burden to us. Uh, we look at the energy, you know, cutting off energy production, whereas we were energy independent, even exporting energy, uh, and when you have a surplus of something, prices are kept down. They go lower. Surpluses mean lower prices. When you have shortages, prices go up. So we now have energy inflation uh, because Joe Biden has made it his purpose to orchestrate, to, to usher in the, the, you know, the Green New Deal, to promote it. And that would mean the end, and he said so in his campaign speeches before the election that he would end he would end uh, oil drilling and fracking fossil fuels that. done yes yeah. those yeah. would be ended well it, it turns out that fossil fuels are the most reliable sources of energy and they are the cheapest sources of energy so why we would want to just phase out the most reliable and cheapest source of energy over something that's really unsubstantiated the, the level of CO2 uh, may have gone up marginally, but it's done that before. And uh, when, you, when you measure temperature, there's really been no increase in the temperature. And in many ways, it, it appears that we're in a global cooling period now. So anyway, they gave up on global warming because of that. And so then they adopted climate change. Because climate change can tap into the fear factor of people. So anytime you have tornadoes or hurricanes that seem to be abnormal, bigger, you know, they get a lot of news coverage, right, sensationalism, oh, that's because of climate change. And, and if we don't get climate change under control, we're going to have worse tornadoes and worse hurricanes. It is a fraud. The Green New Deal is a fraud. And it's a fraud perpetrated on these elitists who want to, basically depopulate the world and they want to make money through the green revolution because that's what they do they make they get richer and richer through orchestrating 
politically mandated uh, uh, in, investments. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the old way of getting rich was producing things that the, that the people want at good prices and good quality. And, uh, you know, you, 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 you have an allocation of resources based on pure economics, supply and demand. And uh, when we depart from that and we get into the government orchestrating the economy, we are going in the wrong direction. And that's the direction we're going in. We're going in the wrong direction. How much of a role did the World Health Organization, WHO, play uh, in the world's uh, insane response to COVID-19? A very large response. A a lot of the attitudes... Well, there's two, two things everyone has to remember. That the World Health Organization is controlled by China. And I suppose that we could take a little segue and explain how that happened. Yeah, that was my next question, so that's yeah. fine. So, so um, this guy that now is the director general of, uh, of, of the WHO, he's, he's the top dog. He, um, a little bit of uh, on his background is, is in order. He has the profile of a tyrant. You know, having been a member of the violent and powerful and corrupt communist Ethiopian political party known as the Tigrayan People's Liberation Front, and he rose through Ethiopia's autocratic government regime, first as a health minister from 2005 to 2012. That's sort of where he got his health care credentials, right? Even though he's not a doctor, he probably knows very little about medicine. And then as a Minister of Foreign Affairs from 2012 to 2016, he facilitated the China, China's huge investments into Ethiopia. Uh, Ethiopia now owes China about $13 billion from the, from the Chinese building all kinds of projects because that's what China does. China wants to rule the world. It uses its Belt and Road Initiative to accomplish that. You know, countries say, well, yeah, we'd love to get a new port facility or a new airport China says, well, we'll do that for you, yeah, but you're, you're going you know, to end up having to pay us for it. So that's what, they've, that's what they did. And so they recognized that Tedros was their kind of a guy. He was a communist. Uh, you know, he would love a promotion to a higher level. Why not promote him as the new director general for the World Health Organization? And they did. They backed him. They funded it. He got elected. So... Uh, we have basically in the World Health Organization a corrupt leader, a communist corrupt leader, who is, uh, you know, arguably controlled by the by the Chinese communists. So, what what good can come out of this? I mean, this is just incredible to think that something good. I mean, we have we now have the specter. Uh, uh, of a corrupt leader in America, Joe Biden, who's utterly corrupt, entering into an agreement with a corrupt institution controlled by the corrupt Communist Party of China. I mean, I mean American people are at their limit with unaccountability from their government. I mean, how, how can we tolerate taking further steps towards crazy world? And, but that's what we're doing with this treaty. And the people in the Biden administration are actively involved in drawing up this treaty or accord, yes. or whatever you want to call it? Yes, they're the ones who drafted it up to circumvent the Constitution. They knew damn well that, this, uh, that an international agreement of this sort falls under the treaty status, and, and, and it would be treated as a treaty under the Constitution, and that means that two-thirds of the Senate has to approve it in order for it to become effective. So they just said, we know we can't get there. There's no way that two-thirds of the Senate are going to pass a treaty that gives the WHO control over the United States. So we're just going to circumvent that, and we're going to write the treaty so that as soon as it gets signed, it goes into effect. Um, I'm, you know, I, I look back on Donald Trump and, and why... The people in Washington, in both parties, so many, obviously more in Democrats than Republicans, but a lot of Republicans hate him too. Um, and I, this is this looks to me like another example where um, it took a non-politician, someone from the outside, to come in and look at what you just described here and see what was going on with uh, the WHO during the pandemic. Uh, pandemic. It took someone like him who was coming in from the outside to look at it and in 30 seconds say, I'm not doing this. 
We can't, we can't do that. What are you kidding me? How long has this been going on? You know, is it because the people in Washington are either they're insulated from it or that they're so used to it that they don't even know what they're doing anymore and it requires someone to parachute in and pick up this treaty and say, no, this, what are you kidding me? Right, right. And he did the same thing with, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, with NATO and, yeah. and for and, and the, and money's the European being spent countries, all that. Yeah. So, you know, you know, basically uh, paying for their own defense yeah. because we, we were basically paying for their, you, you know, we're sending our men over there, our troops, our equipment, and we're defending, you know, we, we're defending the NATO alliance. Yeah. No, uh, you guys pay your fair share. And he got it. And again, it's a, to me uh, and, and uh, um you know, it, 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 we're talking to Scott Powell. He's a member of the Committee on the Present Danger of China, and you can find his piece at uh, townhall.com about this. But, um, yeah, it's it's a case of uh, uh, of him looking at so many things, looking at NATO. He's a businessman, and he says, wait a minute. Well, okay, we got how many countries involved here? We're over here thousands of miles away. They're the ones in the most danger, but we're paying a ridiculous percentage of the money that's being spent on this who made this deal how did we get into this again it it takes somebody who wasn't around washington for 40 years to look at it and say we can't do this and he's gone now so we're you know we're back to we're back to square one i guess well we are we are we are uh right now yes i mean i don't know how long uh you know we can continue uh before we have a really bigger problem than we currently have i mean we should be pressing for peace. You know, we should be peacemakers. Mm-hmm. We should not be funding a corrupt regime in Ukraine, uh, you know, defending it. I, I think that the Ukrainians have got to face the fact that they may have to give up a little border territory to Russia and, uh, and, and sue for peace because th- this is, uh, this is an unnecessary war. And as Trump has said, if I was in office, it never would have happened. And I believe that. What um, could China be holding over Joe Biden's head? I mean, we all know about Hunter and all that stuff, but is that that what they're possibly holding over Joe Biden's well, head it, to make it, him do this? It's pretty big. Remember, money talks, and and uh, they extracted at least. I mean, the the Bidens extracted it. The Chinese provided at least thirty-one million dollars to the Biden family. That's mm-hmm. all documented. It's documented in Peter Schweitzer's book, and no one has disputed it okay no one's saying oh you got your numbers wrong no 31 million have gone into the bank accounts of the biden family from a hostile foreign country china now think back for you know just you're old enough to remember how it was in the 70s the 60s maybe uh it'd be unthinkable that anyone running for the president of the united states could I, you know, could have a candidate could could go through the vetting process uh, and survive having been compromised by foreign money. By, it's, 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 it's unthinkable, uh, and yet and yet Biden, the Biden family pulled this off. Will be like it would be like in those in the era that you just mentioned there, uh, someone being uh, having taken thirty one million dollars from the Soviet Union. Yes, same thing, right? That that would be unthinkable. What's the wor- and of course? Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and you know, and, and we already saw examples of others doing the same thing. I mean, there's so much corruption in high places; it's just incredible. I mean, for Hillary Clinton to be Secretary of State while oh. she's running the Clinton Foundation and shaking down all these countries for money for political purposes—I mean, it's corruption, pure and simple. What's the World I mean, Health Assembly? When, when, when are we going to do something? When are we going to? Uh, you know, have an equal justice under the law. You know, Trump does the smallest thing, and and he gets harassed for four years. Mm-hmm. And all the people around Trump, oh by the way, get their doors knocked on by the FBI, yep, saying, yep. "Hey, we need your cell phones, we need your computers, because uh, we we we're, you know we're doing an investigation on the on the insurrection of January sixth, and you were part of the administration, and therefore we have every right." To violate your constitutional rights and take, you know, take your information. What's the World Health Assembly? 
the World Health uh, uh, Organization, I can't remember when it originated, but it was, it was after the United Nations was formed, and that was formed after World War II, I think in 1948. It was, it was sort of given its, la- its launch, if you will, and it, and it wasn't too much longer thereafter that the World Health Organization came into being as, an, as a body that typically in the early days of the World Health Organization, the, 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 the goal of the World Health Organization would be to help uh, countries, particularly the poor countries that don't have you know, very advanced health care, to do what they could to help facilitate through information uh, helping countries manage their health care better. And, and uh, so it wasn't a political organization in the early days. It became highly politicized when, you know, when the Chinese got involved. I mean, it, the Chinese is what they do. The Chinese want to subvert the United States. They will take over everything they possibly can. They will buy up land near, near military bases so that they can conduct surveillance. They will steal patents. They are the number one, uh, you know, they steal all our secrets. Well, I just, my last guest, my previous segment before you came on, a guy named Joe Warmington who writes for the Toronto Sun, he was just explaining uh, to us um, what's going on with Justin Trudeau and the Chinese. Oh, yeah. The, the, the 11 members of parliament were influenced by the communist Chinese. And money, yeah. money was flowing into the Trudeau uh, family. Yes. Oh, it, it looked, it's a scandalous. Uh, and the, 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 the Canadian people have to deal with it just as we do. You know, when we think back, and that's why uh, my book is, is just such a great read for people, because it tells the stories of how we got our independence from Great Britain. and Rediscovering how, America, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and the struggles we went through, even after winning the Revolutionary War, it, there, was a, there was a period of struggle that we went through to form the country, and finally we had to discard the Articles of Confederation government and create a new constitution. And how do you how do you get thirteen disparate colonies uh, to get together and agree on a new form of government? I mean, there was a lot of reluctance to entering into a federal government because there was fear that what had happened with the abuses of power with Great Britain would would be replicated in a federal constitution. But nonetheless, they went along with it on the grounds that we would have a Bill of Rights protecting individual and states' rights. Um, and, of course, it served us well uh, for, for our first uh, 200 years almost. And it's only really been, I would say, in the post-World War II period that, that things have gotten more and more corrupt. Eisenhower you know, he saw it very clearly in the military-industrial complex, where he, he, he said this is a great threat to uh, the American way of life, that the military would have such power that they could create wars to justify uh, military spending. But that's what we've really seen uh, going on when we really review all the wars we've been involved in. Uh, so many of them it would appear that they were mismanaged, they were inappropriate, they were unnecessary, and guess what? It, it, it drove a lot of military uh, spending, a lot, a, lot of, a lot of defense spending and, uh, and big budgets for the defense contractors. So, and now we've seen the same thing going on in other industries. Look at the, look at the healthcare. We're talking about healthcare with the WHO, right? Well, what about the pharmaceutical industry? Now, the pharma- yeah. pharmaceutical industry has, you know, has taken over really – uh, the healthcare agencies, the CDC, National Institutes of Health, and so forth, and and they've taken over the media. I mean, it's unbelievable how what a corrupting force the pharmaceutical industry has had over you know over our government and over our people through at the advertise the advertising amount of advertising is absolutely extraordinary and. They rolled out this vaccine. They're making billions on this vaccine. And now we're learning that the vaccine was never properly tested and doesn't really work. And hey. not only does it not work, but it impales people. Yeah. There are, there are yeah. high death rates and mm-hmm. collateral damage. Uh, people are, are permanently put out of action with this vaccine. Well, I'm, I'm, yet, other than that, yeah. uh, Scott, everything's wonderful. <laughs> hey, hey, well, I mean, I, I would say take heart because... Uh, 
you know, we, we've got a God that hasn't changed. He departed. He, he opened up the Red Sea for the Israelites when they were escaping slavery and bondage in Egypt. And I believe that same God is still there. And uh, I think the best is yet to come. And I think that as a prelude to God's moving, American people are waking up. I mean, let's hope so. You know, we've, we've got to be. We, we've got to wake up if there are going to be some big changes made. A lot of people going to jail. Uh, I'm out. Hey, I'm out. Yeah, of, I'm, I'm running up against a hard okay. break here, Scott. I got to go. I always appreciate having you on. Thanks. Absolutely. Okay, that's Scott Powell. We'll be right back. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or are taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or are on prescription medications, you may still qualify for a half million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote right now by visiting termprovider.com. That's termprovider.com or simply call Term Provider at 800-333-1750. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-333-1750. That's 800-333-1750. Okay, we went kind of long there with uh, Scott Powell. I'm pretty much out of time for the day and the week. And uh, always appreciate you listening to this radio show. Appreciate the help from Mike Adams in the uh, behind the glass, as they say. Uh, he keeps me straight here. And uh, we'll be back next week with more insanity. I mean, what can I say? China, China, China. Got to do something about it. I'll talk to you Monday. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.